Hello, this is Pastor Anna Sorensen at French Creek Lutheran Church in Ettrick, Wisconsin. In the midst of a global pandemic, we are using this podcast for me to communicate with my parishioners, thoughts and reflections and uh, uplifting stories. Glad you're here. A reading from Matthew chapter 11, verses 16 to 19 and 25 to 30. Jesus spoke to the crowd, saying, To what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent, and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Today's Gospel reading contains a challenge and an invitation. It begins with these words of indictment. To what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces calling to one another. We played flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. Jesus is speaking not just of individuals who fail to do what is necessary, but of a whole generation, a whole society that fails to respond to a song that is perfectly clear. This is a hard word to hear on the weekend that we have celebrated Independence Day, but hard words also can be invitations to reflect, and to grow. We're invited to reflect on the question of how do we, not just as individuals, but as a generation, as a whole people, fail to understand the reasons for dancing and the reasons for weeping. On Independence Day, we celebrate the strength and determination of a nation We laud the freedoms afforded to us by our governing documents and secured by might and by violence. 
yet we rarely spend time as a nation celebrating the virtue of humility. As Christians in the United States, we inhabit a culture that praises might, but we follow a Savior that gives up might and power and calls us to do likewise. The challenge in today's gospel reading is about listening and heeding. Shall we mourn or shall we dance? Shall we lament and repent or shall we celebrate? Both have their place in the life of faith, but we must heed the wisdom of God and the voices of the children crying out to discern which is appropriate. Jesus spoke about the contrast between how people received John the baptizer and how they received him. And again, he makes it clear that mostly we get it wrong. John the baptizer and Jesus could hardly be more different. John, purposefully dressed in scratchy clothing, he ate bugs, he lived in the wilds. His uncomfortable life was a metaphor for the discomfort with ease he tried to bring up in people who would hear him. John called for mourning and for repentance. And the people claimed that he had a demon. Jesus, in contrast, reveled in friendships and parties. He didn't shy from accepting a dinner invitation, and he loved his wine. According to the Gospel of John, 150 gallons was not too much for a wedding reception. And Jesus invited people into the glorious kingdom of God that is celebration and joyous community. And the people claimed that he was a drunkard and a glutton. Jesus' challenge to us in this gospel reading is to heed the times and respond appropriately. Do we lament with those who lament. And there is much right now if we hear the cries. Do we weep with those who have lost loved ones to the pandemic? Or do we rage and blame the sick for their own illness? Do we cry with those whose businesses are closing? Or do we verbally assault those who just want to make a living? Do we lament and rage with those whose communities do not trust their police force? Or do we dismiss their fears and anger? And do we hear the cries of the police who want to make the world a better place? Or do we blame them all for individuals and systems that shape their world? Now, I'm not trying to make a both sides kind of comparison as if suffering has a side. This is about Jesus' challenge to us to heed the sorrows of the world and to lament and repent of the places where our own actions or words keep us from entering into the pain of our neighbors. I've been listening to the podcast Unlocking Us, hosted by Brene Brown. In the episode with Tarana Burke, titled On Being Heard and Seen, 
Dr. Brown said, there is a human need to separate ourselves from people who experience things that we fear and a need for me to believe things that are true because if they are true, it hurts too much. I'm too afraid or I'll have to reflect on my own experiences. When the song says mourn, are we afraid? There is the challenge that Jesus lays before us to heed the cries and respond appropriately. And it is indeed a great challenge. But Jesus' words in this text also contain an invitation. Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Jesus invites us to take the yoke and to learn from him. Now, learning from Jesus is not about acquiring head knowledge, but about walking in the way of life that is focused on God's mercy and love. Jesus reminds us that wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. It may surprise you to hear Jesus speaking of God's wisdom using female pronouns. Jesus is following the example here of Proverbs in referring to God's wisdom in the feminine. Seeking after godly wisdom is not a new invitation from Jesus. It's found in the Old Testament as well. And also in the book of Sirach, in the Apocrypha. This book devotes its last half of a chapter to a poem, a prayer about seeking the wisdom of God. Listen to the first and last verses of that poem. When I was still young, before I had traveled, I sought wisdom openly in my prayer. Place your neck under her yoke and let, her soul receive, let your soul receive her instruction. It is found close at hand. That is Sirach 51 verses 13 and 26. In the gospel reading for this morning, Jesus alludes to the book of Sirach and he identifies himself with the wisdom of God to whom we yoke ourselves for learning and instruction. It's unusual to think of a yoke as easy or restful because yokes are typically meant for undertaking labor. But being yoked to Christ is for our learning. When we are yoked to Christ, we do not learn about plowing a field, but we do the plowing. And we learn not about the head knowledge of how to pull a wagon, but we do the work and learn the way of wisdom by doing it. A yoke is made for two to work together. It's not a lead line. 
in which we follow meekly behind, going whichever way we are pulled. And neither is it a set of reins in which we simply tell Jesus which way we would like to go. When two are yoked together, the labor is shared. When we are yoked to Christ, when we are yoked to the wisdom of God, we enter into the work together. A team goes in the same direction when their purpose is the same. Many of you are weary. Many of us are weary. There is so much pain and fear right now. Many of the songs invite us into weeping and mourning. We can no longer avoid the pain of our neighbors. We can no longer avoid the fear in our society, much less in our own hearts. We are being forced to face difficult things. Conversations about pandemic and racial discrimination, whether or not we want to face them. Such pain and fear makes us weary. Bearing the burdens of our neighbors makes us weary. Bearing the burdens that come to each of us makes us weary. Jesus calls to us, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus invites us to yoke ourselves with him. We yoke ourselves to wisdom incarnate and we learn from him. As we are yoked to wisdom, she will be vindicated by her deeds. And we who work with her will be vindicated by our deeds. When we allow ourselves to be yoked to Christ, we learn godly wisdom by walking alongside and doing Deeds of wisdom, weeping, dancing, tending to the cries of our neighbors. This is perhaps not rest as freedom from labor, but it is the rest of sharing the load, of not going alone, but going with Christ. I asked Maria to lead us in the hymn, Light Dawns on a Weary World, because I think that these words bring poetic clarity to what the invitation to rest in Christ means. Light dawns on a weary world when eyes begin to see all people's dignity Light dawns on a weary world. The promised day of justice comes. Love grows in a weary world when hungry hearts find bread and children's dreams are fed. Love grows in a weary world. The promised feast of plenty comes. 
Hope blooms in a weary world when creatures once forlorn find wilderness reborn. Hope blooms in a weary world. The promised green of Eden comes. One of the gifts of being in a community, a faith community, is that we are a community. We're there for one another. If you are in the Gale, Ettrick, or Trempolo area of Wisconsin and you have a physical need, you need errands run, groceries picked up, chores done, please contact me, pastor at frenchcreeklutheran.org. And I, or a member of the congregation, will be able to help you out. If you are willing to help out a neighbor, please also contact me so I can put you on a list of resources. We're creating community through prayer. At 7 a.m., Monday through Saturday, morning prayer on Facebook Live. Join us there and leave your prayer requests. And we're using this podcast to connect to one another. I'd love for it to be more than my voice. If you would be willing to read scripture for the Sunday sermon broadcast, 
Again, please reach out to me, pastor at frenchcreeklutheran.org, and I will walk you through the process. Thank you so very much. God bless you.